This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're now offering virtual care anytime, even nights and weekends, on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the app today. And now, here's Neil. All right, thank you, sir, very much. And welcome to our second hour for this Sunday morning here every Saturday, uh, every Sunday from 8 until 10 and on Sister Station KLIF on Saturday afternoon. So I hope you'll join me over there, too. That one is preempted a lot by TCU basketball until we get into springtime. So just a fair warning there. But uh, we're here every Sunday, 8 until 10. Mike Bass runs the boards and answers the phone. So he does all of the heavy lifting. I answer the garden question. I talk about my hobby. So that's uh, that's a lot of fun. And a reminder that two weeks from right now, we'll be talking fruit and pecans with Dr. George Ray McKitchen for the 42nd year. There are a few of you out there who have heard all 42 years of that at, uh, was that, two other stations? One of I guess one other station. Anyway, uh, and, and uh, you... Uh, continue on and i appreciate you very much today's sp uh, let me give you the phone number because i have one line open 800-288-wbap 800-288-9227 and we'll come back and go to uh, linda in north dallas in just a, a second so anyway today's spca of texas dog is monica uh, monica is a sweet and happy little dog a shepherd mix with a full coat of almost ginger hair she is uh, very, uh, very unusual um, uh, color. One beautiful little lady. So that's the second time that they have used little. She is 69 pounds in size, eight years old. And uh, she is very mischievous, mischievous uh, little twinkle in her eye. Let you know she's ready to have some fun. And fun is something Monica is no stranger to. They're just grammatical things all through this. She is super energetic, blazing a trail around the play yard. She's more than happy to let humans join in on the frolicking if they feel so inclined. She's a pretty fast little pooch, and she's proud of it. There's a bit of a warm-up period as Monica tends to be a little shy at first meeting. But once proper introductions are made, her playful side comes out very quickly. She seems to get along with just about anybody, other dogs and kids included. So bring all pets and family to the shelter to meet Monica before adopting. You'll enjoy Monica very much. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Monica has been spayed, microchipped, She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines, and she's waiting for her new forever family at the Russell E. Dealey Animal Rescue Center, so a prior appointment is necessary to meet her. Find her profile at spca.org dogs. That seems like yet a different address, spca.org dogs. Click the Make an Appointment button, spca.org dogs and then click the Make an Appointment button. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet, and that's where you can see Monica. spca.org slash findapet, one word, and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog, or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. And she is a really pretty dog, a really unusual uh, in her uh, color, and apparently a lot of fun to be around. So that's Monica. Sponsored today by Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. We have a, a lot of wind and uh, rain coming in. It's going to be a rainy week, 
Aren't you glad you have a Wortham Brothers roof on your house? Oh, you don't? Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, you can take uh, you can take care of that. Give them a call. 972-562-5788. I don't think they can get it up before the rain this week, unless you already have it scheduled, but they can certainly get you scheduled before spring arrives. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I called them four years ago. We have a Wortham Brothers roof. Folks, it is a great feeling of comfort to know that Wortham Brothers has been on your roof. WBRoofing.com, Texas' premier roofing contractor, serving the entire Metroplex and beyond with the finest in roofing since 1986, and that counts to more than 100,000 roofs installed. Composition, clay and concrete tile, metal, slate, they do all kinds of roofs. If you have hail or wind damage or are just afraid that you might, you need to contact Wortham Brothers, let them go on your roof, and check it out to see if there is damage there. If you have a, maybe your roof is just old, it's just worn out, that happens as well. So let them do that inspection for you. They will not, uh, the company is just filled with integrity. They will not tell you that you need a new roof if you don't. But if you do, they'll show you exactly where the problems are, what they are, and then you can contact your insurance carrier. Wortham Brothers, the uh, roofing company I'm proud to recommend the company that has been on our roof, the company that put our new roof on. We're thrilled. WBRoofing.com, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Call them, 972-562-5788. Serving all of North Central Texas, Wortham Brothers Roofing. Baylor Scott and White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, or when those pesky allergies are giving you a very real headache. Just text BETTER, that's B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you very much. And we go back to the phone lines. Linda has been waiting patiently. This is Neil. Good morning in North Dallas. How can I help you? Good morning. I have a couple questions. Um, my dwarf Mondo grass is just really yellow. I don't recall this um, a couple of years ago when we had that cold spell. Um, I have fairly large beds of it um, to keep the soil in and act kind of like grass in a shady area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have, I, I don't know if it's a privet or it's Hang kind on, of like me, a let. Let me deal with one okay. at a time. Okay. The, uh, when you say dwarf Mondo, how tall is, is yours? Oh, it's probably an inch or two. It's okay, the really yeah, yeah that is yeah. the dwarf. I don't have. I have that. Uh, I have regular mondo uh, as my prime uh, ground cover in the shade. I probably have half or two thirds of an acre of it. Um, it's a lifetime collection. I've been expanding forever, um, mm-hmm. and mine is very browned from the cold. It'll come back. Um, I don't know about your dwarf. I imagine it will, uh, and it is oh. cold damage. Uh, what I'm doing with mine, I have mowed it before. That was a thankless job. It is so fibrous. It, it just about wore the lawnmower out, mowing it really high. Um, I, I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do. It trims very easily with a gasoline-powered hedge trimmer. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I, What I found I, I um, know, when I... I don't know if I want to do that or not. I don't think you can do that with the Dwarf Mondo. I, I, I think it would pull it out of the ground. Well, when I've found um, what I've found in the past is when I've had these dead patches, is I take a a fine rake and it rakes out very nicely. Um, it's work, but hey, take it for a workout, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, the 
yeah, you introduced another thought or another uh, another issue. However, uh, I have grown dwarf mondo uh, for thirty or thirty-five years, and it will die out in patches. You don't hear me recommend it very often because it has a crown rot uh, that gets it, and and I don't use it in big areas because of that crown rot. I really don't like to have that happen to it's expensive and it's slow to cover and and in areas that don't drain really well it will you'll you'll lose i i have lost areas of it and Mm -hmm. uh when i have cold damage to it or to regular mondo grass it doesn't really kill it out you said uh, something about dies out or something so uh, i just want to differentiate between the two uh two yeah, it's not dying out. It's just the leaves, the top of the leaves okay. browning. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think I'd be tempted. Well, you do what you want to. I'd, I'd be tempted to leave it alone and, and see what happens. Those brown leaves, may they may mat down and go out of sight before long mm-hmm. when the new growth comes up over them. I, I don't okay. know. Okay. Okay, and then I have another um, plant. Um, it, I don't know if it's a privet. It's variegated. It has a leaf similar to um, the ligustrum, mm-hmm. and I've had it. It's been there for years and years, and even in that cold spell, it never lost leaves. It did lose all its leaves. I've scratched, you know, the edge of the bark. It's still green, but I was just surprised that the leaves all fell off this time because it's an evergreen. Uh, I don't know if you heard the call last hour on wax leaf ligustrum, and there is a variegated, there are a couple of different forms of variegated wax leaf. Uh, the man who said that his made it through two years ago, no problem, and, and they look terrible now. We were talking about whether uh, it would die back or not. I think it was Tom, I think, in Colleyville. Um, and that may be what you have. There are some worse significant plantings along Stacy Road and Allen, and they're gone. Um, okay. And, and uh, I, that's just an area that I happen to drive past. And uh, so if that's what you have, one of the, one of the variegated forms of wax leaf ligustrum, then it may be hurt pretty badly from this cold. It's, it's funny, the, the cold two years ago was worse. Uh, overall, it did a lot more damage than this one did, but this one hit selective plants. My, my regular Mondo grass was hurt worse this year than it was two years ago. And uh, I think the waxleaf ligustrums were hurt. Well, they were hurt both times. I don't know. But yeah. I think, I think, as I said to him, I think just wait and see what offers to come back in, in six or seven weeks. Okay, and I have another quick question that I didn't mention. My azaleas have kind of dropped their leaves. Some of them are still there. It's sprouting new growth. I know I want to prune them back a little bit. Should prune I just them wait? after they bloom. That's, that's Okay. Any spring flowering plant you prune after they bloom. And azaleas, like roses in our area, are semi-evergreen. It's not unusual for them to drop leaves. I better run, Linda, but hopefully that'll okay. get you started. Thank you. Yep. I hope these things come back well for you. Thanks for the call very much. Justin in Grayford, Patricia in Rockwall, you're coming up next. We have a line open at 800-288-WBAP. It's about to be opened. 800-288-9227. There, you're ready now. I want to tell you about my book. It's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. I have put it on sale for a limited time just to help in the economic times. Everybody's kind of kind of having a, a struggle right now, and I decided, you know what, I can, I can make it uh, on cutting the price a bit. Uh, this is what the old book, uh, the, the fifth printing, sold for, and I can take the price back to that, even though I got a pretty hefty price rise when I printed the sixth printing. Oh, well. 
uh, not a problem. Thirty-six ninety-five. Uh, this is a three hundred forty-four page book, eight hundred forty photographs, a hardback printed in Texas, and um, it uh, it covers all aspects of outdoor gardening for every county in the state. I think it might be the only gardening reference that you will need. And uh, it is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. If it were, you'd expect to pay 55 or more dollars for it. But it's only 36.95. It will pay for itself before this growing season is done, this spring growing season, or I'll refund every penny. Your satisfaction is fully guaranteed on this book. I sign each copy as it sells. That's one of the main reasons that I didn't want to put it in stores, because I wouldn't be able to sign it that way. This way I can. And... Um, so it's not in stores, not on Amazon. You buy it directly from me, either by calling my office or by going to my website. Uh, chapter 2 is very special in this book because it's, a, it's a, a calendar. 48 pages, 4 pages per month that tell you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all of your plants for every county in Texas. So take a look at uh, the details on my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. All you have to remember to order the book is my name, neilsperry.com, or the, the three numbers, 752. You order it by calling weekdays, 800, no problem remembering that, toll free, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. 800-752-4769. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. It's our pastor. It's our church. I'll take possession of that. Uh, sounds a little possessive, doesn't it? Uh, it's a wonderful church. We love our church, and he is a fabulous pastor and a friend of all who know him. Just a great, uh, uh, warm place to be. So come join us, won't you please, at 315 North Church Street. Services upcoming still are at 1005 and 1110, the 1005 service live streams at sharingtheheart.org. There also are earlier services at 8 and 9 o'clock. So then contemporary services also later in the morning. 
and Melissa. There are two services. So there you go. Let me tell you about Womack Nursery right now. If you're interested in uh, fruit trees, you need to you need to uh, get them from Womack Nursery in DeLeon, Texas. What a great place it is. Womacks, they've been in business since the 1930s. It's a family business, has been all the way through family-owned and operated. They grow their own nursery stock, and they dig it uh, mid-December through mid-March, so you really need to get your order in right away. Go to their website, Womack nursery.com w-o-m-a-c-k womacknursery.com they ship uh, all over the state and beyond so you don't have to go to DeLeon to get your nursery stock your fruit trees your grape vines your blackberries whatever it is you want you can order it and they will ship it directly to you they have the highest quality and the best varieties they work closely with Texas A&M to make sure that they have the varieties that are recommended by Texas A&M horticulturists. Two weeks from now, when you hear Dr. George Ramey Keechern, retired from Texas A&M, talking about the best of all these different fruit and pecan varieties, you can know that Womack Nursery has them available for you. Now, let me give you the contact information for Womacks. You can go to their, their website right now and take a look around. That's W-O-M-A-C-K, WomackNursery.com, WomackNursery.com. They're at 2551 State Highway 6 in DeLeon, Texas, D-E, capital L-E-O-N, Texas, 76444. And the phone number, Monday through Saturday, 254 893 Nursery.com. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, or when a stinging creature or poison ivy has reached out to get you. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, sir. Let's go to Justin in Grayford in Palo Pinto County. Justin, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, yes sir. sir. My question is, uh, my wife and I bought 25 acres uh, right here in Grayford, and it's full of uh, mesquite, cedar, mountain cedars, and hackberry. Well, we were clearing out the spot to put the house, and the fellow that I had hired, he took out a bunch of hackberries. He thought we're, uh, got their mesquite trees. And so now we've got about an acre of land that we kind of want to fill back in with something. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what you would recommend. Uh, my buddy told me about the black walnut, the new native kind. I didn't know if you knew anything about that, if it would grow out here or any other suggestions. It wouldn't be high on my list. It, I'm sure it will okay. grow there. But uh, they're not highly attractive trees, and they're not terribly fast-growing trees. I, I don't put fast growth as a very high priority in the trees that I buy. I want, uh, when I'm choosing, I want a tree that looks good, that is durable, uh, that is pest resistant or pest free, and uh, that is well adapted to an area. Those are the four things that I put at the top of the list. Speed of growth is way down the list because if it's ugly or pest ridden, I don't want it, you know. So, but but anyway, uh, black walnut uh, is is okay. It's a, it, it's a tree. Uh, okay. I, I'm a woodworker, so I love black walnut hardwood, but I'm not going to grow it with that in mind. Um, okay. So your your best ones, I think, if if I were this is going to be around your house. 
Yes, sir. I just wanted something that was more like a tree. We're from Burleson, and, you know, sure. we had a bunch of post oaks and elms that were, you know, real beautiful, you know, after years of in, us managing. In a heartbeat, you know. I would I would have uh, Schumard red oak. Uh, okay. I would have burr oak. Burr oaks will look very much like the post oaks you had, but they are more universally adapted. They will grow, they grow all over the southern, I'm sorry, the eastern United States and all the way up into Canada, all the way to the, I saw them in Harlingen. So that's a that's a pretty universally adapted tree, burr oak. Um, okay. You can uh, grow chinkapin oak is a very pretty tree. Now, these all require more water than the mesquites did. <laughs> but, right. Well, but they, right. But they we'll give be a here, lot more so, yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, so those are good. You had cedar elm probably in, in Burleson, and cedar elm would be good. Yes, sir. Um, and then if you have deep soil in, in your part of Palo Pinto County, then, then pecans would be good. But you don't have, on an acre, you would have room, uh, you know, assuming that your house and, and driveway and, and patio and whatever else you put around are going to have a footprint that will take up part of that acre. Uh, you're going to have room for four or five trees probably and, and strategically uh-huh. placed. And uh, so, because these are big trees that I'm talking about, these things will have a, yeah, a wing, sure. wingspan of uh, 40 or 50 feet each. Okay. Well, we were looking for, like, you know, when you're coming in for mineral wells on 337, uh, you know, the, in the fall there's a lot of trees out there that, to have real bright red and, and yellow and orange leaves. We don't really have that over here. I didn't know, kind of knew about what that might be. A I, lot of them would probably be uh, uh, Schumard red oak or Texas red okay. oaks. There, there are okay. a lot of them in the in in that area. Um, I don't know what else would be there giving color. There might be some western soapberries giving yellows, but. Uh, a lot okay. of those died out. I wouldn't recommend that necessarily going out of your way for it. I'll tell you a tree that is not native. Uh, when I when people ask me for the for the best shade trees for an urban area, um, I I have a seventh one that I include in the list, and that's Chinese pistachio. I gave you okay. six trees that are native to the north central Texas area, just because I like to recommend them. They look at home in the area, but in Grayford, you're not just filled with trees so you know there's nothing wrong with putting a chinese pistachio there because when you put a burr oak out in the middle of grayford um it's not there aren't burr oaks around it anyway you're not trying to match up if if you were uh-huh. still in burleson it would it would look right at home um okay. any tree you add where you are is probably going to kind of be obvious and so it might as well be a chinese pistachio and they have outstanding fall color every year but don't okay. don't don't plant just for fall color don't plant just for spring blooms uh you, you need to plant for a tree that looks good the the 30 years uh, 30 uh, weeks of the growing season or 35 um and then if it has fall color or spring blooms then that's great too so okay just a thought and what, what would be the best time of the year to plant that well, you can plant trees any time of the year. The The best month is probably late October through late November. Uh, you can certainly plant now. Uh, you can plant in the spring. You need to water them by hand with a, with a hose and with a water bubbler at the end of the hose for the first couple of years. So if you do that, then you can plant 12 months a year. Buy them, buy them when you see what you like and, and plant them at that time. Best supply is available in the spring, so that's a good time. I'm up against a newscast, but that that should get you started. Appreciate it. Thank you, Justin, very, very much. Folks, we'll be back right after the news. Stay tuned. Another half hour to go here. Thank you. 
DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820, WBAP. And KPLX 99.5 FM HD2. A Cumulus Media Station. Trending now. Predictions surrounding the relationship between the U.S. and China. I'm Clayton Neville at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather. On the ones. Still an issue in Mesquite. It's construction work slowing things down. 635 LBJ Freeway southbound between Oates Drive and 30. And an accident causing issues in Dallas. Two left lanes blocked. 45 southbound at Pacific Avenue. That reported by TxDOT. One issue over in Fort Worth. The disabled vehicle has the right shoulder blocked. That's at 20 eastbound at Resource Drive. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Clayton Neville. Your WBAP forecast, the morning high was 61. We saw that around 7 o'clock this morning. Temperatures now are falling. The low tonight is 30 degrees. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies with a low around 30 as well. Right now, 50 degrees and dropping in Dallas, 41 over in Fort Worth. News brought to you by Classic Chevrolet. A top U.S. general is reportedly predicting that the U.S. may be at war with China by 2025. That according to a report by NBC News citing a memo sent by four-star Air Force General Mike Minahan to his officers. Congressman Michael McCall, chairman of the Texas How- the Ho- House Foreign Affairs Committee, rather weighs in with his thoughts about the Air Force General's opinion while speaking today to Shannon Beam on Fox News Sunday. Well, I, th- I hope he's wrong as well. I think he's right, though, uh, unfortunately. McCall, of course, representing Texas. General Minahan reportedly expressing in the memo that given the upcoming elections in both Taiwan and the U.S. in 2024, the nation will supposedly be distracted and could be a possible window of opportunity for Chinese President Xi Jinping to attempt to move on self-governing Taiwan. Dallas Police Chief Eddie Garcia, meanwhile, released a video message on social media with his reaction to watching body cam footage of the beating death of Tyree Nichols in Memphis. Garcia characterized the actions of the five Memphis police officers as senseless and condoned their firing and charges against them. The despicable actions of these few former officers do not represent the thousands of honorable police officers across this country, and they certainly don't represent the honorable, brave men and women of the Dallas Police Department. Garcia encouraging peaceful protests this weekend. Again, the high today in the 60s, but we hit that before 7 this morning. The low of 30 tonight is where we're headed. Tonight's low, 30 degrees. Right now, 50 in Dallas, 41 in Fort Worth. I'm Clayton Neville. Our next news update at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP, 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. Thank you, sir. Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair right now, right here. Remember last summer when it was so dry and so hot for so long? Remember how your foundation had some issues? You remember that? And you remember now that uh, once it started to rain, you say, well, that's good. That's over with. Well, the bad news is it's not over with. If you had foundation problems then, you have them now. And you say, well, but there aren't any cracks out there now. Yeah, there are. And they're rubbing together. They're doing more damage now. So you need to have advanced foundation repair come out and take a look. They can identify the problems. They can tell you how serious they are, if they are serious. Uh, In many cases, they will tell you you don't have foundation problems. But if they do identify a problem, they can tell you what it will take to fix that problem and what it will cost. I think you'll find that they are uh, uh, surprisingly affordable. They are just very, very honest with you. They will not dream up business. 
Uh, sometimes I wonder about some of the other companies that say, well, it's going to cost this many thousands of dollars to repair your foundation. And then uh, people show me the, the bids of that company and Advanced Foundation, and uh, the bid is much uh, less with Advanced. And I know the quality of the work Advanced Foundation does because I've used them and I've also advertised for them for 27 years. And I get glowing remarks back about their work. And I'm thinking, there's something kind of odd about that other bid. Well, Advanced Foundation Repair. They've pioneered so many innovations in their industry, they have earned the right to call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair. And that's a line that I have coined. That's not something they've put in their ad copy. That's, that's mine. And uh, I think they deserve it. Advanced Foundation Repair. Call for the free home estimate or the free home inspection, there may not be an estimate because you may not have foundation problems. That's uh, Advanced Foundation Repair. It's a very easy number to remember. 214-333-0003. 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com in the plural. FoundationRepairs.com. Advanced Foundation Repair. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. So we have your foundation repaired. Let's get you repaired. Great news from Baylor Scott & White Health. Sponsors of this entire hour for many, many years. They've made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits on the My BSW Health app. My BSW Health. You can get virtual care whenever and wherever you need it, like right now or later tonight, on weekends when allergies start acting up when you're out in the garden, or when you run into a stinging creature or poison ivy, or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is that you don't even have to stop what you're doing to get the care that you need. You can stay focused on doing what you love the most. It's as simple as texting better. B-E-T-T-E-R, you knew how to spell that, to 88408 to download the My BSW Health app today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER to 88408. Baylor Scott & White Health, My BSW Health. That's uh, Baylor Scott & White Health. News Talk 820, WVAP, 99.5 FM HD2, and WVAP.com. All right, and finally, Mueller. Mueller means more. When people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings and durable metal roofing. But that name, Mueller, means so much more. It means you'll have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers, to help design the building of your dreams. And it means you'll have a company in business for more than 90 years standing behind their warranty. It also means that you get tons of added value like roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge designing and manufacturing new products like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or stop by one of their 33 locations, MuellerInc.com. 
Mueller.com because Mueller means more. Baylor Scott and White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, so you don't have to drop what you're doing to get the care that you need. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now back to Neil. All right, thank you, sir. Let's go to Patricia in Rockwell, who's been waiting very patiently. Patricia, this is Neil. Good morning. It is a good morning. I woke up and I'm walking and I'm talking. That is good. That's a good sign always. Yes. <clears throat> I am. Uh, we have. I have two fruit trees, a pear and an apple, in my yard. And what I'm wanting to do is I've already put the stones. I've laid it out, painted, painted the ground first, and then put stones around where I want them. I want to know how to kill off any grass or any weeds or anything that's growing there now so that I can just put in um, – flowering plants and, and th- make it a, a, a true uh, plant garden. All right. I heard, you put, just, I heard you put newspapers down and cardboard. Is there anything I need to do to prepare the soil? All right. Well, that would not be what I would do, but, but uh, some people do that. Uh, now, the trees are in the ground now? Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're older trees. I get lots of fruit off of them. All right. And <clears> how much shade is beneath the trees directly up around the trunk? Uh, you mean uh, I have to judge with my feet? Probably from the trunk of the trees. No, how much? How heavy. much? How heavy is the shade around the trunks of the trees? Around the trunks. Um, I, I really can't answer that because they're fruit trees. No. Okay, Patricia, you're talking about planting flowers and things around the the trees. Right, things that uh, don't require a lot of maintenance or work. Um, Okay. Um, You're going to have to choose your plants very, very carefully because it's going to be very shady up around the trunks of the trees. That's what I'm getting at. Those trees are are pretty large, and they cast a lot of shade, and most flowers do best in full sun. They're going to be stretching out trying to reach the full sun, and and, uh, they're not going to be very happy back in the shade like that. Well, Um, from the trunk of each of the trees, probably... um, um, uh, the rock, the rock that walls that I put around them. Um, um, what was I going to say? They um, they reach out like from the trunk of the trees for maybe twelve feet each each way. So twenty four feet across. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's big. Okay. Well, I, I just want to put like a city, a little little table and chair out there to sit, and then also I want all you know growth. I want. Think about putting out some mondo grass in, in a little area, and then oh, this area over here, putting another um, type of um, a ground cover that oh, can't think of the name of it. That's not Asian jam, jam right. it's a Well, what what I would plant. do if I were trying to kill weeds and grass uh, in that area, it's it's a similar answer that I gave last hour for a, a gentleman with his uh, vegetable garden trying to get grassy weeds out of a vegetable garden uh, in the off season when there were no vegetables there. Uh, I, I could do the same thing in your situation, and that would be to use a glyphosate-only weed killer. It's like the original Roundup material that only had glyphosate, no other weed killer mixed in with it. And that does not go into the soil. It does not contaminate the soil. It does not soak in and get into the roots of the trees. You can use it within six inches of the trunks of those trees uh, if you use it with a pump, a sprayer, a tank sprayer, 
and it will kill Bermuda grass, it will kill Johnson grass, it will kill any of the weed grasses. Now, it has to be applied uh, when the weeds are growing actively, so you, you're not going to get any good results until mid or late April in using it. Uh, but that's the way you can get rid of all the weeds within the the wall that you built, the, the, the rock uh, retaining wall or, or outline or whatever you have. Uh, but that you have to wait, like I say, until the, the, the weeds are growing actively to get any control. Uh, other okay. than that, I guess you could use the cardboard if you want to, but cardboard lasts uh, uh, maybe six or eight weeks, and then it rots and deteriorates, and, and the weeds come right on through it. So it doesn't do much good. It gets a lot more credit than it deserves. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it. All Thank you. Right. You betcha. I think you'll be very happy with that if you if you do it, and uh, it, it will work for you. Let me go to Jim in Erath County. Jim, this is Neil. Good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, I have an odd-shaped area on the side of my house. That it's uh, From the front of the house, it's 20 feet to the driveway, and the back of the house is about 2 feet from the driveway, and it's 30 feet long. Do you have any idea of a good tree that I could put in there, like a crepe myrtle or redbud? Would either one of those work? Uh, and this would be at the 20-foot width? Do I get to use that part of the of the bed? <laughs> I hope yeah. it's not the 2-foot part. Well, halfway in between is what I was going to try to center. I just want to know if that's a large enough area for that for a red bud or a crepe myrtle. Not for a red bud, unless you use one of the weeping types, the really dwarf types. Uh, I would... I would recommend a, a crepe myrtle. I think you'd be very happy with that. But I, I, if you center something, it can be visually kind of restless uh, without really realizing, how come I just don't feel good about where I put that? I don't know what else is involved, though, Jim. I don't know if there are windows involved. I don't know what, uh, no, what sir, it's shrubs on the, it's are on involved. The... I, I can't picture it without mm-hmm. seeing it. But, you know, I, I, what I would do is I'd take a, a piece of PVC pipe or a broomstick or a broom uh, when it's uh, really moist and just stick it in the ground and step back and look to see if you like it right in the dead center or whether it's better off to the uh, off to the side. Usually in landscaping, it's better to be at the one-third mark one way or the other. Uh, when, we, when we start putting trees in the front yard of a house where there are... Uh, rectangles involved not necessarily a wedge like this uh, but we we recommend uh, planting off center not in line with anything and not in the dead center it's just visually better and that would buy you a little more space I, i'm just thinking out loud but a okay, crepe yeah, myrtle would it's... be very good and if you go to the website of our crepe myrtle trails of mckinney it's called crepe myrtle trails.org c-r-a-p-e crepe myrtle trails.org there is a listing of all of the known varieties. There are about 125 of them, and then we have broken that list down even further to the best of those varieties, and and they're by height, so you can you can find the the height and color you want. They, I mean, we even show you the best of the the four foot tall ones. So there's a crepe myrtle in there for any use. So if you want one that gets 10 to 15 feet tall, we have that listed for you. So I. I'd really go with that. I'm a big fan of crepe myrtles. Okay, perfect. Guys, one more question? Sure. About tree wrap. Uh, about a month ago, I planted a uh, bur oak, a red oak, a Monterey oak, and a uh, ginkgo. They're about eight to nine feet tall. And I wrapped the uh, everything but the bur, the bur oak. Does it need to be wrapped? 
I don't think so. They have such craggy bark. I think they'll be all right. Let's go back through that list. I had uh, a couple of things I wanted to say. You, you said you said the bur oak. I got that one. Uh, Chumar red oak. Chumar should be wrapped. That's good. I'm, I'm going to leave that one alone. That that one should be wrapped. Uh, Monterey oak. Okay, I want to come back to that. And what was the fourth one? Ginkgo. Oh, a ginkgo tree. I, I got yeah, you. I uh, thought it was another uh, oak. Autumn, I, autumn I gold. Yeah, oh, good. Oh, man, I love that tree. You're going to love that. You you know it's slow growing. You're, you're going to be Correct. patient yes. with it, right? Oh, mm-hmm. I, that's a fabulous tree that nobody plants. How'd you get onto that one? Uh, I was just looking through uh, colored, different color of uh, trees, you know, the colors red and yellow, and I saw several pictures of it, and I really liked it. It's and fabulous. I have, I, I, have I, I have three of them, and I have autumn gold. Uh, if it has any sprouts that come up from down at the bottom, which it might try to do, that's below the graft, and you have to prune those off. But I have one I've had for 35 years. It's big and beautiful. I have one that's about 15 years old, and it's mid-sized and beautiful. And I have a brand new one that's about four years old. And it's on its way, but, oh, that's a beautiful plant. Um, the Monterey oak, I want to warn you, um, I don't think it's winter hardy. I, I just I, I don't recommend those, uh, but I just want you to be forewarned. It may make it for a long, long time. But two years ago, they froze even in San Antonio, and I lost mine in 1979, I think, uh, in in McKinney, which is colder than you are. Uh, okay. Anyway, just, <clears throat> well, I'll try that. I hope, I'll, I'll watch it. I hope, I hope it survives. I also, what, how high should you wrap it up to to the bottom uh, branch? Yes, they're about from, four, from four, the four and a half feet upward. off the ground. Yeah, from the ground up to the bottom branch, and I'd leave the wrap in place for a couple of years. It doesn't Perfect. hurt anything, and uh, better to leave it too long than too too short. Right. Time. All right. Appreciate it, sir. Proud of you. You've done a great job. Good deal. Thanks for the call, right. Jim, very much. Thank you. All right. Folks, all lines are open right now. If you'd like to call, I could use a call. I haven't given the number for 15 or 20 minutes, so if you'd like to call, it's 800-288-WBAP, 800 800- Two eight eight nine two two seven. I'll take my last break, and hopefully we'll have a call or two. Neil's phrase, Lone Star Gardening. Uh, let me describe the book to you. I'm just going to go through the chapters and tell you a little bit about how each of them lays out. Chapter 1 is uh, the basics of gardening, things that apply to all the other chapters in the book, things that uh, I, I couldn't, I didn't want to replicate time after time after time. Uh, hardiness zone. What is a hardiness zone? What is uh, the uh, expected minimum temperature, um, rainfall, the soils of Texas, all that. I mean, soils for a vegetable garden are the same as soils for a flower garden. So let's put it up front. Chapter two is a 48-page calendar. I had done calendars, annual Texas gardening calendars, and at the bottom I would tell you things that you need to do in January or February or whatever, and people always like that. But people quit buying calendars to hang on the wall, so I went out of the calendar business. Well, I decided I would put it in my next book that I wrote, and that's when I did this. And I gave four pages per month. That's a lot more information than I ever put in the calendars. And then I started doing the uh, the specific uh, uh, chapters on trees and shrubs and vines and ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I dedicated a month to each one of those chapters. A lot of the time was spent with the photographs. A lot of the time was spent doing the charts that are in each of the, or most of the uh, 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 
chapters, and a lot of time was just spent writing. Uh, I would try to do two or three pages of the book per day. I spent an entire year doing this book. You're getting me for a whole year for $36.95. That is a sale price. I've decided to bring the price to $36.95 down to that price because of the economic times we're all in. And uh, that's the price of the fifth printing. And they they hit me with a, a really big, the biggest ever price rise between fifth and sixth printing. And I have just said, you know, for a time, limited time, I can bring it down. So satisfaction is fully guaranteed or I'll refund every penny that you invest in the book. Um, six printings now. I'm in the sixth printing. No one has ever asked for a refund. So I think you're going to like it. I sign every copy as it sells. For that reason, the book is not in stores and not on Amazon. It's available by calling my office or by ordering it from my website. Both of those are very easy to remember. My office number is 800. That's easy. 752. That's all you have to remember. Grow. 800-752-GROW. And uh, the website is my name, neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. All right, thank you, sir. And now we're going to finish up with Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you go in the door, you have the sense, I'm about to be helped because they say, how may we help you? They're there watching for you and greeting you. Try that in one of those big national box stores. You don't even, you have to have a telescope to find somebody. And not at Ace Hardware. They're right there ready to help you. I love that about the Ace Hardware stores. I shop at Ace. I hope you will, too. And uh, they have specialists in each of their different departments, somebody who really knows paint and who can match the paint sample that you have taken in. And they have the finest in brands of paints. Uh, They have a specialist in plumbing and electrical supplies, all of their hand tools, their gardening supplies. They have people who know all of these different categories and who can help you. Because that is why they get that nickname, Ace is the Place, with the helpful hardware folks. You're going to love it. They are local people who have invested in their local community. They're owned by local uh, merchants and uh, who want to make their their cities better. So uh, 40 of them joined together to sponsor this program and my program over at, uh, uh, at KLIF. So let them know that you appreciate that. Ace is the Place with the helpful hardware folks. Once again, join Neil in thanking this hour's sponsor, Baylor Scott & White Health, for offering virtual care anytime, even nights, and Saturdays and Sundays on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download it today. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you, and we go back to the phone lines. We go to Dwayne in Goldthwaite. Dwayne, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you, sir. Thank you. He has richly. How can I help you? My problem is planting tulips 
and I always miss the deadline between uh, October and December. Well, so you're you're early if you're planting then. Really? Yeah. When now, do I t- need to have it planted? Okay, I'll I'll tell you exactly. Uh, with daffodils, you could plant them then. But with the tulips, you need to buy them during that time period and put them in the refrigerator for 45 days at 45 degrees. That gives them an artificial winter so that they will bloom normally. If you don't chill them, it's called pre, P-R-E, pre-chilling. And if you don't do that, they will try to bloom very short. When they bloom, they'll be two or three inches tall. They, they don't get enough cold in Texas. We're just too warm a climate for them. Daffodils don't have that problem. Daffodils are very satisfied with what we have. So you can plant daffodils as early as uh, first of November if you want to, or late October. Uh, but you always want to buy these bulbs from a, a really good source. You don't want to look for bargain bulbs at a discount store. You want to buy number one bulbs. And, uh, and and then they, the tulips and Dutch hyacinths must be chilled. Uh, daffodils and grape hyacinths can be planted directly. Okay. And again, what was the website for your book? I tried it. Two, uh, five, two, what was it again? My website is my name, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Thank you very much, son. You have a blessed week. Thank you very much. Appreciate the call, and, and uh, uh, good luck on the bulbs. It, they'll, they'll work very well for you. Thank you, sir. I uh, spoke in Goldthwaite one night. It's been, gosh, I guess 15, 18 years ago, and it was in a, a feed store, and it was one of the most memorable talks I ever gave. I, I, uh, I'm not giving talks any longer because of vertigo issues, and... and um, uh, but that one, that was before Vertigo hit. It hit on June 23, uh, 2016 at 8.30 in the morning. So anything before that, I was still giving talks. And um, this was right between the railroad tracks. And everybody in Goldthwaite knew about the railroad tracks. And it was a, a wonderful turnout. We had uh, the scouts were there cooking hot dogs. And everybody was told to bring lawn furniture. And, and if they didn't, they sat on bales of hay. And uh, I'd be talking, and, and all of a sudden the train would come by, headed north, and, and I'd talk a while. And, and when the train came, uh, they, they said, just wait. It'll be gone in a moment. And so I'd wait, and uh, I'd talk a little while, and then the train would come by, headed south. And they'd say, wait, it'll be gone in a minute, and I'd wait. It was just, we had such a wonderful time, the most gracious people in Goldthwaite. It was right during the Blue Bonnet time, and the uh, hillsides were just covered on the way back from Goldthwaite. We just had a wonderful uh, stay in that uh, uh, town. It's one of those charming visits that you just never forget. So anyway, Texas is full of towns like that, and uh, Lynn and I had a, just a, a great visit. Well, if you missed the very beginning of my program today, you missed the announcement that our grand, great-granddaughter Jackie is three years old on this day. And so we're having a party with Jackie today. We got invited to the party, and we are pumped and excited about it. The party was to have been in a park. That park is kind of cold and windy. I think the party is coming to our house. So I think I'm going to be helping clean the house. (laughs) So I hope you have a wonderful day to Mike Bass. Thanks for a great program. 
Happy gardening.